are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to who? The always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, multimedia journalist and graphic designer, Miller Thomas. So please, go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got a few things to talk about. I'm going to be talking about uh, power rankings for the biggest needs for the Diamondbacks. Then I'm going to give you some new names of free agents I think the D-backs should target. I did something like this on the pod earlier, I believe, but I'm going to give you some different names I believe the Diamondbacks should target this offseason. And I'll also tell you who the Diamondbacks recently declined, or should I say released, and whose, exercise, uh, whose option just got exercised by the team. So who got released, who got picked up, a uh, breakdown of which positions I think the Dimebacks should target the most, and then players I think the D-backs should target for those positions. So big podcast today, but first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 or 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. And today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON and you can get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it. And let's first talk about those options on those players I was talking about. If you guys didn't hear, the D-backs declined the option on Kevin Cron. Or I don't even think they declined his option. They just released him, Kevin Cron. And he didn't make a big impact in the majors in 2020. This was a guy who was the minor league home run king. He swatted 38 bombs last year in the minor leagues but on the big league level you know things just aren't as aren't the same of course it's a a lot tougher pitching to big leaguers than minor leaguers and uh or the vice versa because Kevin Cron's a a batter not a not a pitcher so taking pitchers from or taking pitchers from pitchers is a lot tougher in the big leagues then in the minor leagues, and Kevin Cron did struggle a little bit when he got to the big leagues in 2020. I thought this was going to be a guy who was a sleeper, maybe a sneaky option to play first base and just be a power guy for the D-backs in 2020, especially with the DH coming in now. I thought maybe he could be the DH for the D-backs in 2020, that if that power could translate on the big league level, and it just didn't happen. Now, granted, he only saw 20 plate appearances, but he didn't get one hit in 20 plate appearances. Only had one walk, and that was all he did. One walk and 20 play appearances. No RBIs, no runs scored, no hits, nothing. Seven strikeouts, though. So that's why the D-backs released him. He just 
didn't perform really much to any standard or any expectation. He really didn't do much. And now, if you guys follow the the breadcrumbs, Kevin Cron is actually on his way to Japan. He's going to be playing overseas this upcoming season. And good for him. Maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe it was a mutual thing. Maybe he wanted to be released because he knew he was never going to get a, a bigger role or opportunity on the big league level. So good for him. A lot of players make a name over in Japan and you know there's always opportunity to come back Merrill Kelly used to play overseas used to pitch over there and then he came back to America as a 30 year old rookie so there's always a possibility for Kevin Cron to come back later down the line and speaking of Merrill Kelly that's the other guy the other D-backs player whose option actually got picked up Merrill Kelly and I'm glad the D-backs picked up his option we don't know if he's going to be healthy or be ready for the start of the 2021 season but if he is his option was just too cheap to not pick him up for a guy who is the second best pitcher on your rotation by a large margin and he was right there with Zach Gallon as the best pitcher on the staff for most of the season until he got hurt he underwent thoracic outlet surgery syndrome at thoracic outlet syndrome surgery not the other way around and We'll see. We don't know exactly if he's going to be ready for spring training. He He's expected to be ready by spring training, but you just never know with that kind of surgery. I mean, we saw Markel Fultz be kind of wonky after it. It took him some time, but he's healthy now, and I'm hoping Merrill Kelly could be healthy too because if that guy is right and he's pitching like he did last season or, the, or should I say this past year in 2020, we could get 2020 Merrill Kelly over the full course of a 2021 season. And this rotation has a real chance to be nasty next year if Zach Gallen could continue doing what he did this year and then combine that with Merrill Kelly and who knows what else you'll get from your other starters. If at least those two are performing like how they did this year and next season, the D-back should be in good shape from a rotation standpoint to, to Pete in 2021. Now, with that said, let's take a look at the biggest positions that I feel that the D-backs need to upgrade or just do something to, to get a little spark, a little fire in there because I'm power ranking these positions. This is an order of who I think the D-backs should go out there and acquire first, who I think are the biggest needs for this D-backs team in 2021. I'm going to start off with an infielder. Nothing specific, not a shortstop, not a second baseman, an infielder. They want to go out and get a third baseman. I think that will be fine if you think Eduardo Espar is past his prime. Or maybe you want to move Eduardo Escobar to second base if he could come in and lose some weight. I'm okay with that. Maybe you want to get a second baseman and move Quetzal Marte to center field. Maybe you want to get an upgrade at shortstop. I wouldn't be opposed to D-backs looking at an infielder, whether to put at the corner infield spot to move Eduardo Escobar around, whether to move, uh, get a second baseman to put Ketel Marte in center field, or to get a shortstop because you want to upgrade Nick Ahmed's position. I'm okay with all three of those options. Now, the second one, I uh, the second position I think is most important that the D-backs uh, figure out this offseason is the back end of the bullpen, probably most specifically the closer. And that was a big hole after the D-backs traded Archie Bradley. They don't really have a, a guy that could be in that position right now, maybe Stefan Crichton. I was huge on Kevin Ginkle entering entering the 2020 season. He really faltered this year, and he really just didn't look the same. So hopefully he can bounce back, have a rejuvenation in 2021, because I think he could be a hot candidate. And then I, I, there's some names that I think the D-backs should go out there and Choir if they don't want to, if they don't see an internal option to to fill that closer hole. So, so that's definitely the third biggest position that I need the D backs to fill. There's only four on here that I have. Infielder is fourth. 
back in the bullpen, specifically closer was third. And now the second biggest need that that, that I think the D-backs need to feel as a starter in this rotation, I just think the D-backs need one more arm. Right now, they have a litany of starters, but I don't know how quality they are. Zach Allen seems to be locked in. I think you have to lock in Bumgarner because of that contract. Luke Weaver seems locked in just because of his age and what the investment the D-backs have in him. So that's what, already three guys. You got Merrill Kelly coming back. So maybe he's the fourth guy. Then who knows? Caleb Smith, he could be the fifth guy, Taylor Clark. So I do think the D-backs need one more starter in this rotation. I would like it to be someone that's, you know, legit and someone that's already established. I I don't want to have to keep relying on unknowns or uh, guys who we think have potential but who haven't lived up to it yet. Give me a solid guy in this rotation that I could count on as a three, four, or five starter because Zach Gallon's my number one. And I'm going to ride with him till the end. And then finally, the last position, the number one position that I think the D-backs need to fill in 2021 is center field. This was a position manned by Starling Marte most of the season. I thought he did a great job. And center field, just such an important position. Baseball, they're your main defensive player. And if you get a, an elite center fielder, they could be your one of your best offensive players too. So I think at the center field position there's some nice names in free agency that the d-backs could go out there and acquire or if they want they could put Ketel Marte in center field then go out there and acquire a second baseman outfield wasn't the weakest position by the d-backs this season it was one of the uh one of the more well-rounded position by the d-backs this season uh the ops for outfielders for the d-backs in 2020 was actually above league average but a lot of that was because of starling Marte when he played in center field right now we just got tim lacaster out there so i definitely think the d-backs need to go out there and try to acquire an outfielder specifically a center fielder to to man that center field spot because center field is just so important defensively they can be a key contributor offensively for you too now i'll tell you which players i think the d-backs should go out there and try to acquire in free agency to fill those needs on this team but first let me tell you guys about builtbar.com because builtbar is back more improved and more delicious than ever before they have 18 amazing flavors but six new flavors Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate and both soft and easy to chew. Now, Bilt Bars are healthy. That's why I love them because I'm a health conscious guy. It feels like I'm eating a candy bar, but it's actually a protein bar. Helps you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com right now because they reset their promo code for this relaunch. You get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Alright, alright, let's get back into it and let's talk about some of those free agents that the D-back should go out there and try to try to acquire to fill those positional needs that I broke down. So let's start backwards and work our way forwards with the infielder spot. One guy on here that I found pretty interesting that you guys probably won't agree with is a little bit older. He just got his option declined, but and he, he doesn't really have a positional fit in the infield uh in the infield for the D-backs currently, but 
Carlos Santana, I think, is a guy who could be interesting. This guy's a walking machine. He knows how to get on base. He's got the power. He's got a good eye. He doesn't strike out a ton. Uh, he can hit for average. I think he does. Oh, he doesn't usually hit for high average. He only batted 199 this season. But I think as your not first baseman, because I like uh, Christian Walker still there. But I think potentially he could be a third baseman, maybe a corner infielder. The DH spot stays uh, universal and hopefully the National League, then he could play DH. Maybe you move Eduardo Escobar to second base. Who knows? Maybe you just want to trade Eduardo Escobar. Maybe you trade Christian Walker and you sign Carlos Santana. Either way, I think Carlos Santana is a good veteran leader. He's been a winner. He's been on a World Series team. I just think in the middle of the lineup, he could help the D-backs out a lot with consistency, add some more pop, add a, a guy who's really good at the OPS when it comes to power and getting on base. So I like Carlos Santana. There might not be a great positional fit for him, but I think the D-backs could find a way to make it work. Now, number three, the back end of the bullpen. I'm actually going to get a guy off the same team as Carlos Santana. That's Brad Hand. This guy would just uh, dig his option picked up by the Indians. He's only 30 years old, and it's surprising that this guy might not get back with the Indians because he was arguably the best closer in the American League this year. He's going to be right there for a reliever of the year. He had 205 ERA this season, and he led the American League in saves and games finished with 21 games finished, 16 saves. He had 11.9 strikeouts per nine, only 1.6 walks per nine. This guy was really good, and he's been really good for a while now. 3.3 year rate last season before that. 275, then 216, 292. This guy in the last five seasons has been shut down. He's been hovering around 25 to 30 saves during that time as well. So I definitely think a full season as a closer in a D-backs uniform, this guy could get you 30 to 35 saves and have an ERA in the 2-5. I think that's exactly what the D-backs are looking for. And I don't think he'll be a high cost guy either. I think he might get a deal for like two years 16 million uh, maybe a little bit less than that and i think the d-backs could definitely afford that now this next guy that i have on this list for a starter a guy that i think could be a, a nice three four guy in this d-backs rotation right now we just saw him in the world series make a deep postseason run that's charlie morton and I know he's a little bit older. He's going to be 37. His ERA this season wasn't great, only a 4.74, but he was pretty good in the postseason. And we just know he's a big game pitcher. And the reason why I want him is because I think he'll be a little bit of a cheaper option. Being given his age, I think he shouldn't be too much. And now, I don't think he should be too much money on the free agent market. He should probably go for around $7 million a year, too, I would be guessing, considering his age, uh, he might be in the decline. His ERA wasn't that good last year, but I think he's still a good pitcher. His postseason ERA this year wasn't uh, it wasn't too bad against the Dodgers. It wasn't good, but in the ALCS, he had two starts and gave up no earned runs. And then in the divisional series against the Yankees this year, he had one start where he only gave up two earned runs. So he was pretty good in the postseason. He bounced back a little bit from the regular season. And maybe in the 60-game sprint, he would have been better over the course of 162 game season and so I think the fact that he's a little bit older but coming off a season where his arms should be rested and fresh I think it could be uh play well for him if you give him a short-term deal I wouldn't go more than two years probably really would like to do one year deal but I think he's a guy who's another veteran who really established this rotation and be your three or four guys so I think Charlie Morin 
would be an interesting name. And I think a pretty good guy to bring into this culture and rotation. And I think it could really help out this D-backs team a lot. Now, number one, the, the main guy that I'm trying to get, and these are like my second tier uh, free agents. These aren't the main guys. These are kind of like second tier. If you miss out on the main guys, these are kind of my second tier free agents that I like the D-backs to go out and acquire, except for Brad Hand. I'm really in on Brad Hand. I'm surprised he didn't get his option picked up. So he's a top tier free agent, but Morton, Carlos Santana, and this next guy I'm about to name are more second tier free agents that I, like the, that I want the D-backs to go out there and acquire. And this guy, he's He's a little bit interesting. He's definitely fits that model of a second tier free agent. And it's Kevin Pilar. He's 31 years old, but this guy's been a, a pretty much a 2020 guy the last couple of seasons. Been right around 21, you know, right around 15 to 20 home runs, right around 15 to 20 stolen bases. He hits for a solid average, right around 270. And he's a really good defensive player, too, in center field. So he could definitely man it defensively. You won't have to worry about him out there. He's one of the best defensive center fielders in baseball. Then offensively, he does a little bit of everything for you. He hits for a solid average. His OBP in his career has been atrocious. He's only a 299 OBP kind of guy, but he's got the slugging. He can hit for some power. And I think offensively, he, he's just good enough. He's just good enough to what you need. He can help manufacture runs with his pop and his speed on the base pass. And you know what? He, he's kind of solid with the runners in scoring position as well. So I think as a second tier free agent, if you swing and miss on a guy, I don't know if the D-backs even want to spend money on a guy like George Springer, but if you swing on a miss, swing and miss on a guy like George Springer, then I think Kevin Pilar would be a nice backup prize if they couldn't swing for the fences and get a guy like George Springer. Now, that's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who came in, tuned in today, and enjoyed today's podcast. And as always, this is the Locked on Dimebacks, your team every day. So we'll be back tomorrow. More Dimebacks news coverage and insight. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24, at Locked on Dimebacks on Twitter and Instagram. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. Peace!